Hello! Welcome to a brand new episode of the Shellheads podcast. In person. In person. For the first time in how long? A year. A, at least a year. Plus. Yeah, like a, almost a year and a half. Yeah. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Sergio. I am here with your other host, Jeff. How is it, my man? It it feels good to be back. It feels very good to be to be back. Good. It, yeah, yeah. It's it's been a very long time since we sat in the same room. Um, yeah, and and I and I feel like the <laughs> the movie we're covering is the perfect thing, the absolute perfect thing to to get back together and watch. I mean, at least the pizza I brought was really freaking good. You know. True, true. It, it was very good. Yeah. Unlike the movie, but we'll get to that. Uh, Jeff, what's our first segment? It's time to see what's in Sergio's box. So what's in what's in Sergio's box? So I, Sergio went on on a, like a little mini vacation. Yeah, on a, on, a, on a where in the world is Sergio Lugo? Right, right. Uh, I, I went up to Cincinnati slash Kentucky, which apparently Cincinnati is on the edge of Kentucky. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. It's kind of cool. I ended up spending a lot of time in Florence, Kentucky. You had, you know, learned some geography along the it, way. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I know where the Ohio River is now. Hey. So look at me. Uh, <clears throat> while I was out uh, in the mail, I got a couple of... Uh, what are they? Packages? Trade paperbacks. Ah, well, that too. In a package, yes. Uh, I got the Jenica trade paperback for the first Jenica, mm. like, mini Ooh. that they did. Uh, it's got a whole bunch of extra stuff in it. I need to read it again, because uh, I read those books when they were released. Uh, I also got the first of the two volumes of TMNT Urban Legends. The volume three reprint. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, they, uh, IDW... Collected those as two two books. It's twenty six books comics total, and they collected them in two books, thirteen issues each. So it's a pretty beefy. It's a pretty beefy book. It's good. Uh, so probably gonna read that again just because that story's so bonkers, and we're gonna cover it soon. So I, I need to dive into it. Uh, but while I was up there, while I was in. Uh, in Cincinnati slash Kentucky, you met a local guy. I did meet a local guy. Uh, so I do any of do you remember? Of course you remember. I don't know about our listeners, uh, but w- me and you were on a, a podcast. What was the name of the podcast, Jeff? So the Tomes of Evil. Yes, Tomes of Evil. And uh, I, I got a chance. At re- I, I remembered because I had shipped something up to Russ uh, with Tomes of Evil uh, a few months back, and I remembered that he lived in the Midwest. Mm. And I was like, the Midwest is big. Maybe he's near Cincinnati. Yeah. I, by my calculations, he was about two hours out of out of Cincinnati, which isn't too bad. We ended up, uh, I ended up meeting up with him at a at a cool bookstore named Half Price Books that we don't have around here. Mm. Apparently, it's a chain. They had a bunch up there, uh, and we just kind of hung out for a while. Nice. Uh, I, I delivered a shredder that I had told him I'd get him. Cool. I hand delivered the shredder. Hand delivered. Uh, and we had a good time. Russ is a good dude. Yeah, he's a good dude. And it was really cool to to actually speak to you know the the the, pe- the the internet people who we just assume aren't real. Yeah, turns out they're real. I mean, yeah. you know, that's cool for the ones that are cool. But yeah, know. yeah, I'm really glad he wasn't a jerk. Like, I'm, and I'm glad you came back with all of your organs intact. Yeah, yeah. 
Because, like, it really would have sucked if, like, I met Russ and the first thing he did was, like, kick a puppy or something. That would have been bad. Or you woke up in a bathtub full of ice cubes. Hey. Hey, I only need one. I only need one kidney. Uh, joke's on you. He would. They would have taken both. But then I wouldn't have woken up, Jeff. Well, <laughs> that's true. Uh, but no, that was fun. Uh, the way we even took a little photo op, and it's on. It's on our uh, Instagram page. Nice, so, nice. That was fun. So, so check out Tomes of Evil. That that, that podcast is cool. Uh, let's see. In addition to that, I came across this really cool comic shop. Mm-hmm. That it's like three stores in one. Uh, you, you know how you walk into a store and there's like, oh, it's the size of one store. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes they'll like knock down a wall and combine two rented spaces into one. And it's, two, you know, a one giant store now. This one was the size of three stores. Wow. Uh, one section of it was uh, comics. Mm-hmm. One section was action figures. And then one section was nothing but a pinball arcade. Wow. Like straight up wall to wall on both sides, pinball. That's freaking dope. And in there they had they had the, the new Guns N' Roses pinball machine. Uh, they had the Avenger or an Iron Man pinball machine. They had all kinds, literally like three dozen of them. I, I might be overestimating, but it seemed like they had about 36. Mm-hmm. Most importantly, to keep it on theme, they had the Ninja Turtles. Nice pinball machine. Yes. And how long did you play it? I played. I played several times. Yeah. Uh, I I ran out of money, so I would have played more. But I ran out of money, like an arcade do. <laughs> and I guess I'll be honest. I'm not a pinball guy. Mm-hmm. I don't really get it. I don't understand why it's cool. Uh, it's it's usually just gimmicky garbage, you know, to make bells and whistles go tweet tweet tweet. Look at me, I'm Homer. You know, whatever. Like pinball's dumb. I, I know I know I hate everything. It's, yeah. it's an ongoing joke that Sergio hates everything, but I've never liked pinball that much. Yeah. However, with that said, the utter chaos that this game has, that like this pinball machine has, makes this one well worth at least playing. Yeah. Because I, I don't know if you've seen footage of it online, but mm-hmm. this the spinning uh, pizza in the middle of the board that's magnetic. Mm-hmm. There's a spot in the top of the playfield that if you hit a ball into it, the game just eats it. And it's like, ball held or whatever. You shoot three balls in there. All of them get strategically dropped into the pizza. And they all stick to the magnet. Oh, nice. And then it spins and it spins and it spins and the magnet's really strong apparently because it spins and it spins and it spins. And then the entire pinball machine starts vibrating and the vibration intensifies and intensifies and intensifies. And then it drops a fourth ball into the play field and you're having to hit the fourth ball. And to release those three balls, they're just spinning on the pizza. You have to hit it with the fourth one. And then you have a four ball multi ball while the entire pinball is just shaking like a madman. That that's very intense. Yes, yes. As I said, the chaos is amazing. Yeah, and what makes it worth the price tag is what about five to seven thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's, it's a pricey machine. So yeah. I, I did help them repay that. <laughs> yeah, by dumping some quarters into it. Yeah, and it was it was set on like fifty cents to play, which is not bad. No, uh, no typically twenty you know, between twenty five and fifty yeah, cents is yeah. you know you're going right. So I mean, I get it. I get. The allure and the charm of pinball, mm-hmm. being a kid that grew up in the arcades, mm-hmm. um, my dad loved pinball, and 
it's all about like the skill and the timing because I'm not very good at pinball. Not me neither. You know, <laughs> but I appreciate it for what it is because if you're really freaking good at it, you really, I mean, it's amazing. <laughs> the adulation. And uh, I think we even have a local, yeah, we have a local uh, pinball group here. Really? Uh, yeah. Uh, one of the guys, actually, uh, the guy that runs it is the one that works on my arcade cabinets. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Who will be at the Mississippi Con uh, coming up. That's so, right. Yeah. With, uh, with a bunch of pinball machines. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Speaking of the Mississippi Con, I, I guess it, that's a great transition into our next little bit of news. Yeah. That's, I guess we're not doing news, but screw it. Let's just do it. Ish. Uh, if anyone is in the area, in the Metro Jackson area, uh, during the Mississippi Comic Con, uh, and you plan on attending, or if you think, hey, I may not attend, but if I had a compelling reason to do so, maybe I'll go. Well, here's a compelling reason. The Shellheads, we have our own panel. Indeed we do. We, we will be uh, paneling it up on Saturday, Saturday afternoon, um, and we're going to be talking, obviously, Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't really decided on if there's going to be any like giveaways or trivia or crowd participation. Uh, we're we're going to kind of kind of finalize our plans, but we're definitely going to be talking Ninja Turtles and most likely uh, give speculation on the future. Yeah. Because there's a lot, lots of news coming up. Uh, the Mississippi Comic Con is June 26th and 27th. Uh, we will be there the 26th. Uh, and that, that's when our panel is. And uh, for more details, you can check out MississippiComicCon.com uh, or check out their Facebook page. Uh, let's see. The last piece of news that I have from, uh, I guess, what's in Sergio's box is... The, so when I flew up there, I had a backpack. Like the, the plane that I got didn't let me do a carry-on. Didn't, I didn't check any bags. It was a real cheap flight. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have any money to... Or I didn't have any, any, anything to carry stuff back with. So my buddy who lives up there, I was like, dude, if I buy a bunch of action figures, will you bring them to me when you visit in July? Yeah. And he was like, yeah. Keep them safe. <laughs> so I bought the, the, the Baxter Stockman uh, Ultimate Turtles in Time figure. Mm-hmm. Uh, that thing is funny looking. Yeah. But it's cool and it's big. Uh, I also bought the Foot Soldier uh, Turtles in Time figure. Mm-hmm. Got both of those for retail price. And then I bought a bunch of loose figures. Uh, at a uh, at like a like a like a at a video game store, they were selling like loose GI Joes and loose He Man figures, and uh, I ended up getting Ray Filet. I got Ground Chuck mm-hmm. tattoo, and a couple others. So the guy from Fantasy Island, not <laughs> no, <laughs> not the guy who played Nick Knack, no. <laughs> They plan, they plan. Timely, timely reference. Oh, hey, come on. Uh, so, so yeah, th- those things will be delivered to me when, when my buddy Daniel <laughs> comes to visit in July. Until then, they're going to be sitting in, in, in his basement. But I think that that's it for me. Yeah. Did you get anything? Mm, no. Well, I mean, until I came over here. I mean, technically, <laughs> what's going to be in my house <laughs> is the Leo and Donnie uh, NECA movie two pack, uh, which you yeah. picked up for me a good while back. Yeah, and those are good looking look, figures. They look amazing. Now if you can just find the you know the other one, I'll be set. They're out there. There's yeah. a lot of them out there. So, so if anybody out there finds <laughs> Raphael and Michelangelo two pack for 
hopefully retail price, please hit us up on that social media and let us know. Because <laughs> they're literally the only ones that I need now. Look at that. Well, we'll look at that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so we, we have, a, we have a, a, a glorious conversation to have once we get into our main topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're not there yet. We have one more segment. We do. What is that segment, Jeff? And now it's time for the news. Yes, it is. We have news. Not huge news. Little news. But we have news. Um, Playmates Toys. Everybody loves Playmates Toys, right? Yeah. Well, at one point we did. Yeah. Uh, I'm not too pleased with... With their output as of late. This is what I've been hearing. Um, and, and I don't feel like the news that we're about to announce is going to change that much. Probably not. But here we go. So, uh, Planets has decided to take the same route that NECA has been taking. Uh, and th- they're going to be releasing uh, two packs mm-hmm. that retail for about 50 bucks, And they're going to include the Classic Collection Ninja Turtles... Uh, the, the same classic collection that is literally right behind your head, Jeff. Yeah. Uh, those goofy-looking, like, highly articulate Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. That I like them a lot. But at this point, this will be at least the fifth time they've been released. At least. Uh, they've also been released with different heads. Like, they've, they have greatly gone out of their way to use those molds as much as possible. Sounds like a Hasbro thing. Does Hasbro do that? Oh, tons of times. Repaints of Transformers and, you know, Star Wars and... Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Like, hmm. crazy. <laughs> Maybe not so much lately, because they've been upping their game. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Okay. Well, Playmates apparently learned from the best, because this, this as I said, will be like the fifth time those turtles have been uh, re- reprinted. Uh, this time, though... They're going to be, it's going to be a good guy versus a bad guy. So mm-hmm. it's going to be like Leo versus Bebop and Ra- uh, Raphael versus Rocksteady. Uh, I don't know the exact combination, but that means that we're going to get a Shredder mm-hmm. and we're going to get a Triceraton, mm-hmm. which is both great and horrible news, Jeff. It, okay. Why? Why is that? It's great news because we get a shredder. Okay. It's great news because we get a Triceraton. You know, because both of those figures I'm going to want. The bad news is, is they're only available in these ridiculous two packs. Okay. Which means I'm going to have to buy a turtle that I already own. I'm going to have to buy these ridiculous two packs just to get the figures that I don't have. Now, if it only is, you know, shredder and Triceraton. Don't you just need that one? Instead of Shredder and Triceraton are going to be bundled with a Ninja Turtle. So it's going to be like Donnie and Shredder. Okay. So Michelangelo that, and Triceraton. Does that mean you have to buy every single one of them all over again? Or just the ones that you don't have? You're, you're just trying to play to my neurosis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be logical about this. I'm telling myself yeah. no. Yeah. But everything in me wants to say, just get them all. It, don't do that. I'm not. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do it. I'm going to try to not do that. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Like, in, in the back of my head, Playmates just, they made way too many of this stupid looking figure. And they're just finding ways to shove them into packaging. That sounds about right. Yeah. 
Because what else are they doing besides turtle stuff? Like they, I don't know. They might they might have other lines that they have, but the only one that and the thing is, if they're doing turtle, they're not doing turtle stuff. They're doing repackages of old turtle stuff. Yeah. Then the last new turtle stuff that we saw was, was Rise. Rise. Yeah. yeah. And the this this shredder and this triceraton will be the newest mm-hmm. in a long time. So. Sad face, happy face. I don't know. If you like those those, those molds, here's a new way to get them. Yeah. But I'm glad I have the original run. That, that makes me happy. Uh, what other news do we have, Jeff? Uh, well, I didn't take any notes this week. So <laughs> that's going to be up to you, buddy. Uh, we, we, we don't have the, uh, the, the benefit of... I don't have the internet on my side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Jeff doesn't have the, the the benefit of having the internet at his fingertips. Um, did you want to talk about the video that Judith Hope released about Casey being unmasked? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, we can. So, what's that about? Uh, oh. <laughs> no pressure. Um, so... Basically, she it was the video was about how she talked him into, you know, saying yes to the NECA guys you know, mm-hmm. to get his action figure. He, you know, he's a he's a dude, Elias. Yeah, Elias. We he, discovered he's, that, he's a dude. Yeah, yeah, he's a dude's dude. Um, uh, we we discovered not only that, but also the correct way to pronounce his name, Elias. Um, uh, that he just, you know, he didn't get it. He didn't understand. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, if you're not in that mindset of like, okay, well, cool, I might get an action figure or what, like, you know, I could get some money or whatever, you know. Um, but he just he just wasn't on where Judith was like, yeah, I want a freaking action figure. Yeah, let's do that, you know. <laughs> So she was like, you know, there are there are fans, you know, that love you in this role. That you know, this this will be a legacy, and this will this will last, you know, practically forever, however long plastic lasts, which is forever, basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so he he said yes, and so we're getting another Casey uh, figure Good. this time with you know the proper face. Yeah. Uh, he 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 not only strikes me as a you know dude's dude, but also a. Uh, like he's an actor's actor. Like yeah. he he's not gonna take a role that is a big front front man role. He's gonna be the the character actor that you see seventeen times and not realize that it's him. Yeah, like a Gary Oldman. Yeah, that may be giving him way too much credit, but he's uh, been in some stuff. But he has been in some stuff, and, yeah. and it's never like, oh look, it's Casey. It's Casey. No, yeah. it's just who's that guy? Yeah, you know, and he does a good job. Yeah, like I watched a movie with him uh, over the weekend. Yeah, uh, we knew that we were getting that, but. I, I love that it was Judith Hogue who was like, "Come on!" I mean, it's it's come on, it's her, man. Come on. I mean, come on. It, uh, let's see. I have one more piece of news. Okay, uh, it's not big news. It's not earth shattering, uh, but we did get confirmation today from Mister Sethery Rogan that the TMNT reboot will get released in 2023. Ooh. August 11th of 2023. So That's very precise. That is a summer release. Yeah. Uh, and he did, he made the announcement with an, an adorable like sketch, like a, a hand drawn, uh, 
almost like Leonardo doodling in a in a notebook. I saw that somewhere, and I was like, what is mm-hmm. this? Yeah. Snuck in the images is the release date. It is the release date of the movie. Mm-hmm. And if, the, if this is the direction they're going with the turtles are teenagers, mm-hmm. sign me up. Yeah. Because that is a very, very teenager-like piece of paper that has been doodled on. Yeah. Are there, or is there any, like, hidden stuff in there that people have, like, deciphered already? Or I, I haven't dug deep into, because this literally was, uh, was announced this afternoon. Mm-hmm. Um, Convenient. Right? <laughs> uh, Turtle Tuesday. Yeah. Huh? Um, I'm sure there's stuff in there, like honor, loyalty. There's, there's some science stuff. Uh, there's types of mutations, and then it lists... Uh, selection, duplication, and translocation. Who knows? That might be critical to the story. That sounds like transmat. Maybe. I will get my hopes up, but oh god! And, but <laughs> turtles in space, baby! Come on! But yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna let I, I'm gonna let the, the the scholars on Twitter figure all that stuff out the, uh, themselves. Tur- the, the the gurus of the internet. Yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not gonna pretend like I know what any of this stuff means. Um, but it's cool. We have a release date. It's it's still a bit off. It's over two and a half or two 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 years and three months away. I'm that makes me happy in the sense of it's not going to be rushed. They're going to take their time with it. Let's let's make it right. Yeah, you know, as opposed to other things in Hollywood that have been rushed with not a lot of well input or time or knowledge. We're going to talk about that in a moment. Yeah. Uh, uh, but that's pretty much what we have for news. I don't have anything else. No, uh, it's, it's pretty, pretty. Bit, it's been a light two weeks. Yeah. Uh, but of course, there was a holiday. That is true. In there, so uh, I, I, Jeff, I don't know about you, what you know about corporate culture, mm-hmm. but when there's a holiday, everyone just stops working. Oh yeah. For like a week and a half. They're like, oh, I'm so tired from the holiday. Guess yeah. I don't work for the month of May. All that barbecue that I just June. ate. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So I'm sure once once starts, things start ramping up, we'll get some more news out of one of the camps. Yeah, probably next week or something. Probably. Yeah. Which finally, I wonder if this uh, drum roll will be picked up. What's our main topic, Jeff? Uh, we are talking about the 2014 TMNT movie reboot. Yeah, we are. Finally, when we when we when we started Shellheads, and I was like, "Man, this is what we're gonna do. We're we're like we're gonna get together every other week, and we're gonna talk turtles. And there's gonna be comic books, and there's there's gonna be be TV shows. There's gonna be movies, and and we'll even watch that really terrible 2014 movie." And you're like, "I haven't even seen it." And at that point, I was like, "Well, I'm out. It, it sounded great. <laughs> I'm already out as it is. It's I was like, over before it starts." I was like, "How? How did? No, man. How did you? How have you not seen it? I thought you were a real fan, yeah, gatekeeper. Yeah, yeah. No, not a gatekeeper. <laughs> uh, just a a person of quality taste. And and I told you that." You were going to watch this movie, yeah. Oh, just wait till you wait till you wait till we get to what I have you watch. My revenge will be exacted. That's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It was worth it. It was worth it. So we sat there on my couch and we watched this movie start to finish. 
Well, you uh, glossed over the most important thing. Uh, I brought pizza. Uh, so that's not the most important. Thing. That was the most. It was I, the delicious thing. I haven't had pizza in over a year front to go. Of course, that was my choice. Yes, but I waited. And it was stuffed crust. Say so you, you 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 did it to yourself. <laughs> it did, but it was the payoff was worth it because that was it was good, flipping fantastic. It was very good. Unlike this movie, <laughs> <laughs> now, which is the segue. Now, okay, okay. There's a lot of different angles we could start this conversation at. Well, folks, we hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, no, uh, no, 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 no. We have no, to talk about no, it. We okay. have to talk about it. Uh... I'm gonna. I'm just gonna come clean. I have been talking Yang about this movie for what seven years now mm-hmm. about how bad it is and blah 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 blah. And it was just cobbled together. The story's terrible. Like I had complaints out the, the yin yang. I think I might have been a bit mean. You now, a m- bit mean? Really? Maybe, maybe. Now the movie's not good. Like I'm not. I'm not gonna say that I was wrong. Mm-hmm. Because I wasn't wrong. There's a lot of really terrible things in this film. But uh, I, I do think if you squint, you can see some charm. That's really pushing it. Yeah. It, it, uh, since you're coming in this with, with fresh eyes. I should have taken my glasses off. Where? <laughs> so how was it? It was a slog for me. I I would literally rather watch Next Mutation and uh, Coming Out of Their Shells. Oh, I would never. No, no, I would watch this movie so many times before I, I would watch any of those other ones. Um, there's there's funny parts in this movie. I mean, I didn't laugh once. Um, <laughs> but Mister Stingy Laugh Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. See, I felt that it was cobbled together. Oh, it is. And like it Frankenstein. Is. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. insert, you know, oh. Because I remember, and we didn't really know each other then, when the announcement was made. And it's like, and Michael Bay gets out on the stage. And I was like, okay, he's already destroyed Transformers. And I was like, what could be next? And he, when they announced, he announced that, you know, they were going to be doing a movie now. He, of course, not directing. Thank God. Because um, it could have been way worse. Uh, it would arguably have been better if, it, if he actually directed it. No, no. It wouldn't be like off-brand Michael Bay. It would at least be brand name well, Michael off-brand Bay. Off-brand Michael Bay was in the movie. Uh, <laughs> um, and when he said these turtles are of alien origins and like the internet collectively just exploded. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about that for a moment because Michael Bay... When he says something, people listen. He's a very important Hollywood guy. And he did straight up say, and I think I even wrote this down, they would be from an alien race. Now, you're right. The internet lost its mind. I did not know there were there were as many Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fans as there were the moment that came out. Because yeah. I saw, like... 10 paragraph think pieces on why it's a bad idea. Uh, I, I saw an, I, I saw a tweet that like one of those tweets where they take a picture of like a paragraph of text and it was just a tweet that explained why making them aliens also makes them not teenagers, mutants or ninjas yeah. or turtles. Yeah. Like everyone just lost their mind. And including myself. 
Oh, yes. I didn't lose my mind because everyone else was doing it for me. Yeah. But I was like, either either he's wrong and he's just stupid. Like, in that, that's not the movie they're making. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or he does, He fundamentally doesn't understand the Turtles as a property. That was... So, when I, when I calmed down... <laughs> because I can always not watch it. I was like... Does it's not going to affect? He's not ruining my childhood. The Transformers movie didn't ruin my childhood. He just ruined mm-hmm. those iterations. He just ruined some young kid's childhood today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, because he didn't understand it at all. He's not. It's not like not like Travis Knight who did Bumblebee, who grew up with the show, mm-hmm. who who grew up with Transformers and grew up with you know the brand mm-hmm. that understood it and how you know, important it was to him and gave us a, you know, pretty freaking yeah. great movie where on this side, you've got a, a corporate guy or guy that went from directing TV commercials to, or music videos or whatever to making movies. And it was, was, you know, a dude, bro. A d- yeah. Yeah. Like Michael Bay has made some good movies. I mean, the rock, the rock I mean, is great. That's uh, you know, bad boys. Yeah. You know, yeah. he he has he had a heyday. Yeah, but it's just it's coming at from the angle of someone who just doesn't understand who's who's. I think, and I'm we're going to have an intelligent discussion about this where mm-hmm. there are a lot of people that have that are in touch with their childhood. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, I legit want to make this the best it possibly can be for mm-hmm. him. I just want to make a movie with these people mm-hmm. or turtles and- that are that are aliens. And he when he probably looked into it. Mm-hmm. They were technically of alien origin, if you look in the sense of the ooze is from that. So he probably got that confused. And I'm actually going to build on what you just said. Like, mm-hmm. that's probably why this movie wasn't directed by Michael Bay. Yeah. Because he has, he probably has no personal attachment to the franchise. He just knows, oh, Turtles, that's big business. Yeah. Let me sign, sign them to Platinum Dunes and then find someone who knows this and makes and can make the movie. One, and... and and, and and then that even leads me to actually believe that Michael Bay read the script and saw ooze from another dimension or another planet and was like, oh, alien origin. And he just spouted off that yeah. in, in the conference. We may never know. That's one of those things that, you know, 30 years from now, there'll be an interview with Michael Bay. And he's like, oh, yeah, we re- rewrote that script three times because of the, you know, who knows? Probably the best thing that could have happened to this movie was him announcing that. Because if they were making a film about alien turtles, I I think it might have turned out even worse than what we got. Yeah, so luckily Nerd Rage prevailed and Yeah, yeah, we we bullied Michael Bay. <laughs> they, you know, uh probably, you know, wrote letters, sent emails, phone calls, you know, the whole 10 yards. Uh, I've, I've, nine yards? It, the saying is nine yards. Yeah, the whole but nine. You yards. need ten yards to get a yeah a first down. So yeah, well there you go. Hey, hmm. sports. <laughs> um, they also had announced in 2012 that the movie would just be called Ninja Turtles. Yeah, and yeah. I don't have a problem with that. I actually would have probably preferred a movie just called Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, 
you don't have to say Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles every single time you talk about them. We know they're freaking Ninja Turtles, man. Come on. I, I, I don't Google Teenage Mutant Ninja no. Turtles. No. I Google oh. Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Uh, but but obviously they couldn't go with that name once the once the well was poisoned. Yeah. So uh, that's why we got a full reboot with a full name uh, with a terrible logo. Yeah. Pretty bad. A uh, couple of notes. Kevin Eastman was real excited about this new movie. I don't know if that's just him being a company man. It feels like it. Cause or, you know, maybe after you watch it, you're like, Ooh, not so much. Cause he said, quote, um, it is, I don't know if quotes, probably not the right thing. Cause I didn't write down the quote, but he said that it's by far the best turtles movie ever. Yeah. No. Um, but you know, my opinion on, on a lot of Kevin Eastman stuff anyway. Yeah. So yeah, that that's kind of on brand uh, for him. Later, closer to the to its release, Leavesman actually came out and said, "You know, well, like the ooze, it was from a like, you know, a, another planet. So technically, you know, it wasn't wrong. So, so Leavesman, Leavesman, the actual director of the movie, did try to do, do some damage control. Yeah, didn't do enough. <laughs> no. Uh, then let's talk about the leaked script because the leaked script is way more damaging than." Okay, maybe not more damaging. It's it's almost as damaging as the Michael Bay announcement. Mm-hmm. So, uh, do you remember this leaked script? I vaguely. Not only in this leaked strip, script were the turtles aliens, so was Splinter. Oh god! Uh, from the same dimension, and it was a dimension. It wasn't a planet, or it was a planet in another dimension. It wasn't just like something you could go to go travel to in outer space. Shredder was not Shredder. He was a white dude named Colonel Schrader. What the hell are you? And uh, it had Casey Jones in it, uh, who was in, who was going to be played as an 18-year-old hockey player. Now, that leads me into the current incarnation of this movie. Mm-hmm. Colonel Schrader. <laughs> what was his name? Eric Sachs? <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure that was supposed to be Colonel Schrader. Yeah. Like, real, real sure. Yeah. Uh, apparently, there were a lot of reshoots to try to get things in line. Uh, I, I'm sure that they went into some, uh, what are those things called? Where they where they show it to a few fans, and then fans, you know, poo-poo all over it. <sighs> screenings, pre-screenings or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, they did do a lot of reshoots, and 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 we'll talk about those a bit later. But what, what, did you remember the Eric's? The, no, the, the 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 Colonel Schrader stuff. Yeah, yeah. Thoughts? I was like, why is this crusty white guy going to be Shredder? You know, they got a whitewashed Shredder, man. Yeah, I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, you could have found any great, you know, Japanese actor. To, to portray him, mm-hmm. you know, but, you know, at the time, of course, now you can't get away with it. No, no. And the yeah. thing is, this is only six years, seven years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Like now, now, Shredder has to be Asian. Yeah. Has to be. Yeah. As, as, and as it has should. to be Japanese. Yeah. You know, you, you can't just choose a random Asian person anymore. Yeah, you can find some great guys. Um, so, this, needless to say, this was... Full of uh, controversial things, 
even like way before release. Yeah. This is before a single uh, frame was shot, before any t- turtles were designed, b- before a script was even done. Like this thing might have might have been dead in the water. Mm-hmm. Somehow it wasn't, because when the movie came out, it was a huge hit. So, like so much so that a sequel got greenlit literally the weekend it was released. I wouldn't say huge. Like it was a huge. It made like four hundred million dollars worldwide. Still kind of low. Four hundred million dollars worldwide on a hundred and fifty million dollar budget. Yeah. Eh. That's like it's. It was literally the highest grossing Nickelodeon film ever until people started finding out about it. They're like, oh. Well, no. That's and why. Like, that's why the second one did so bad. Yeah, because they didn't. They didn't know it was bad until they, you know, watched it. Uh, let's talk about the movie itself, and go ahead and just get the 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 elephant in the room addressed. These turtles are ugly. It's like if they crossed the DNA of Shrek and the Incredible Hulk, and they had a baby. Yes. Yeah. 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 Like I've said it for years, it the, it's like it's like the developers of Gears of War yeah. were trying to make a Shrek game. Yeah, is is exactly what those turtles look like. To quote Mikey, was it from the Two K Three series? Like, like somebody just like thought of like, hey, make really ugly mutant clones of me. That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah, they're just real, real ugly. And, and, and the one thing that you can say about almost every version of the Turtles prior to this is simply them being on screen is charming. Yeah. You know, you look at them and you're like, oh, these guys look interesting. Let me see what this is about. Mm-hmm. These Ninja Turtles, when you put them on screen, they're so off-putting. Like, you don't even want to watch them. And they're not like where is in other movies. They're the main, they're, you know, they're main, the main focus. They don't sit still long enough. No. And with all the crap they put on them, like Mikey had a shell bead <laughs> necklace like puka, and puka necklace, puka necklace and, and Donnie had, you know, all the Nintendo strapped to his back or whatever. I mean, <laughs> he had the equivalent of like uh, a proton pack on the entire movie. Yeah. With then he had goggles and 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 Leonardo had what was it like a bamboo vest thing. It didn't make like I I love when the turtles wear clothes, but I only love it because they're wearing human clothes and they look ridiculous. Yeah, this is like an over they they over designed the hell out of this movie to try and like I guess differentiate it from any other good movies. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah yeah. <laughs> Or make them look different enough, you know, like, hey, this is our version. I was like, well, you can keep it. Yeah, yeah. And the thing, and watching it back, you know, I've seen it like three or four times now. Uh, and I honestly think if someone someone at Paramount, like, stole all the, 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 the original, like, artwork, took it home and did, like, a pet project and reanimated the entire thing mm. with decent-looking turtles and released it to the internet, shot for shot, same movie, mm-hmm. with good-looking turtles, the movie would play completely differently. And a better Shredder. Well, yeah. Well, I don't know. A lot of Shredder's like gimmick in that movie is he has to have those stupid sword things Yeah, uh, that don't make any sense. But, yeah, I, I feel like 
the turtles, you like, I don't want to root for them because I don't want to look at them. It's like a, a train wreck in motion. Yeah, yeah. And or a creepy, like, antebellum doll. Maybe, maybe. Oh, those dolls are creepy. Just, I, and, and you know me, I, I am 100% on board with do weird things. You know? It's just too weird. Do weird things. Yeah. Like, do weird things with the turtles. I want to see your interpretation of them. Mm. So, it's not like I immediately was off-put because, oh, it's a new movie. It's not my turtles. Nah. No, I was off-put because it was so bad-looking. Yeah. And I, I can't stress that enough. I cannot stress that enough. Uh, I, I would even go far, far to say that I didn't mind. Like, the voice acting was fine. Mm-hmm. You know the 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 uh, the line delivery on a lot of the turtle stuff was on point, or at least close enough to be what they wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, the inclusion of Johnny Knoxville is real bizarre for me. That was an odd choice. Uh, I, I I don't know if you know this. I don't have the names, but so the four turtles, of course, had suit actors or CG actors. Yeah, motion capture, motion capture yeah. actors. Three of the four turtles. The voice actor is the same as the suit actor. Mm-hmm. The fourth turtle, the suit actor was the voice actor, but at the last minute, all of his lines were overdubbed by Johnny Knoxville. Yeah. So keep in mind, it's Johnny Knoxville. Mm-hmm. How bad does your performance have to be? It's pretty bad. For Jonathan Liebsman. To think Johnny Knoxville is going to do a better job. Yeah. That's pretty poor that's pretty guy. pretty rough, yeah. Poor guy. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't, I don't even hate Johnny Knoxville. I just think he's a terrible actor. Yeah. You know? So, whatever. I just um, When I heard him talk for the first time, I was like, I literally thought, like, hi, I'm Leonardo, and welcome to Jackass. <laughs> And I thought, like, legit somebody was going to get, like, a big antiqued, antiquing with a giant, you know, foam hand to the face, you know, <laughs> with a flower in it. And I was like, that didn't happen. I was kind of disappointed. There's a few scenes in this movie that you could put, like, that little bumper before it and then just show the, like, the chaotic nature of what happens to Leonardo. And then, yeah. boom, you have yourself yeah. a little jackass clip. Yeah. But, but yeah, that, it was, yeah, that was so weird. Um on top of the turtles just being god awful looking, the CG was terrible. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I just, I don't, I really don't have words, um, for it. Just like, <laughs> yeah, the, the CG w- was was bad. It just, just absolutely bad. Yeah, and had they just spent less time animating like beads and crap yeah you know dangling off of Raphael they might have gotten some CG correct but whatever um let's t- let's take a break from the bad stuff okay cuz so far all we've talked about is bad stuff yeah is there anything in this movie that you enjoyed like Vern Ver- Vernon is probably like the only enjoyable the on- only thing and that's stretching it. Man. Okay, okay. What'd you think about uh, Megan Fox as April O'Neil? I mean, I didn't buy her as April. Oof. I mean, it's Megan Fox. 
playing it. Yeah, she was fine. Yeah, was, she was fine. Yeah, like the problem with this movie, surprisingly, isn't Megan Fox. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she did her best Lois, and Lois Lane impression. Right. And, and as you said, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Will Arnett as Vernon. That's pretty solid casting. Yeah, yeah, it is. But yeah. he wasn't like the, the super self-absorbed annoying. No, he was very much just Will Arnett. Yeah. But I'm fine with that. I like Will Arnett. Yeah. Yeah, other than that, uh, what did I like? Because I, I, I do like some things in this movie. Like, okay. there are there's some genuine funny parts. Because you sat there next to me. I was laughing, and I've seen it four times, you know? Yeah. Um, some of the one-liners are really good. Not all of them. Some of them are very bad. Uh, there are some really good moments between the brothers, uh, you even mentioned during the movie, oh, that was pretty funny, when Michelangelo had thought Leonardo and uh, Vernon and April had died. And he was like, oh, no, they're dead. And then Raphael just slides right by him. They're not dead, numb nuts. Yeah, that, okay, that one was good. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I really liked Donatello's voice. They really, really leaned into the the uh, the nerdy... Oh, I'm looking, hee hee, little guys. Oh, you yeah, know, yeah. Uh, they got his voice right. I really, really hate the whole tech backpack, Donnie. Yeah, it's until we get to the good de- tech backpack, Donnie, which is which is rise. Absolutely, yeah. it, it took him a, a few tries to get it right, but uh, I really, really hate that. Um, I liked Donatello's little uh, bow. That extends, yeah. And the couple times they used it in the movie, uh, I thought the action sequences were well orchestrated. They weren't ha- they weren't bad. Yeah, like the the whole scene where they're sliding down the hill or down the mountain. That was kind of chaotic. It was very chaotic, very intense. But if you're not gonna tell me a good story, you better have exciting, cool, intense action sequences. Yeah. And I think that they they delivered there. Yeah, that's that. Kind of like it's it's like that it's all that it felt that that was. Yeah, absolutely. It's like yeah. a Fast and Furious movie. Yeah, yeah. It's about family. Yeah. <laughs> every podcast eventually will be the Fast and Furious cast. That's right. Uh, That's, every time I get a chance to mention Fast and the Furious, yeah, I will. In space. Yep. I. Okay. Okay. I guess that's enough good stuff. Um, because there really just isn't that much. Uh, I the, the things that I just d- didn't like. Are you ready? Okay. Bulletproof turtles. Yeah, really I hate dumb. them. I hate yeah. them a lot. I hate them a lot. Uh, it completely takes away from the need to make them ninja. Uh, it is a very lazy way to have them beat the foot soldiers. Mm-hmm. It's very lazy to just be like, oh, oh, well, they're bulletproof. Why? What? What? I, I hate those foot soldiers. They're not foot soldiers. Oh, the foot, you mean the foot militia? Yeah. They're yeah. just dudes in face paint with guns. Yeah. Mm-mm. That sucks. Uh, I hated that. I hated the shredder. Now, the fight scene with, with uh, Splinter, pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. I didn't like his little magnetic sword things. They didn't make any sense. Somehow it only magnetized his sword things and not the rest of the metal stuff in the room. It's like something you'd see in an anime. Yes. Yeah. It, yes, it, that, that felt like anime crap. Yeah. And you know how I feel about anime. Yeah. I did not like 
the entire scene where the turtles were uh, were chained up or not chained up, but in the tubes. Yeah. Like, if you drain the blood out of a thing, you can't just replace it with adrenaline. No. It still needs to have blood. And that adrenaline doesn't make you stronger. You can't suddenly... You're not the Hulk when you take some adrenaline. Mm -mm. So you being able to pierce through the glass with ease and just dive right through it makes no sense, especially when you just had a scene where Raphael is punching the glass and stabbing the glass and it's not moving. Yeah. Come on. I know this movie is for children, but children aren't stupid. No, they're not. Well, some of them are. Mm. But it doesn't take a smart kid to be like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't... Why did, it, why did they keep the turtles alive? That doesn't make any like logical sense to the plot. They no. could have just killed all three of them, drained their blood, and been done with it. Drain their blood... If it kills them, wait, what, what does it drain every drop of their blood, even if it kills them? Yeah. Like, um... As stupid as that one line is from Eric Sachs, I'd laugh aloud every single time he says it. Because it's so ridiculous. It's ridiculous, but it's delivered in a way like he knows, of course, he knows that's going to kill them. But at that, but he, he <laughs> just, he knows it's stupid. Everyone in the room knows it's stupid, but he says it anyway, and it's still funny. Yeah. I think it's hilarious. Um, what what else did you hate? Splinter looked really bad too. Yeah, and like it just felt like a bad adaptation of the '87 cartoon. With they tried to mix in some elements of the IDW. I was wondering if you were gonna if you if yeah. you caught that yeah comic yeah, yeah. I, I I don't know if they did that on purpose or if they just happened to write a story that was similar yeah. Uh, but yeah, this there is some some overlap, yeah, which is such a weird weird thing. It just none of it. Okay, if we're comparing it to the very first film, that was at least coherent and tangible the way that it was done out. Mm-hmm. Um, with this, it just seemed like you had all these beats and stuff, and it was just kind of a just a jumbled mess. It um, really was, and of course, you know, it didn't help that you know the you had that they had to do reshoots and to make, Oh, let's bring the real shredder in. Um, uh-huh. you know, it just, <sighs> Michelangelo just creeping on April, the whole movie, just like that was really just gross. Yeah. And it was real gross. Annoying where in the original, it was charming. It was like, she's a babe. It was like, but that's we, as far as it went. Can we keep her? And that's it. And it was, it was charming. Yeah. It wasn't like, we can still have adult conversations or like, I'm going to show you my mixtape or what, you know, just, you know. Yeah. Like the, the closest they've ever gotten to that behavior was in the 2012 cartoon mm-hmm. with uh, Donatello having a crush on April. And that, but, that wasn't creepy. But he was never cre- creeper. No. He was never a creepy guy. He was just, yeah. uh, just very blushy, yeah. you know? Uh, it's yeah. like, it's, it's like, it, it felt like it was very much, like okay, let's Mike like, let's make Michelangelo, you know, uh, Michael Bay. Oh no! Who just wants to go after? Oh no! Megan Fox. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what that was. I don't understand how Megan Fox got this job. Like she was in tr- the first two Transformers movies. Yeah, and then got fired because she probably wouldn't 
sleep with Michael Bay. I don't, I don't, I don't know the details, but she got fired and was replaced by other face or nameless hot chicks yeah. in the rest of the Transformers movies. But then came back and was successfully hired by Platinum Dunes. I don't know. It, it, look, it, that was the biggest surprise to me. I'm like, doesn't she hate Michael Bay? Yeah. Doesn't he hate her? Like, what What happened? Who knows? But, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe, maybe Liebsman was like, please come be my April. Yeah. I mean, Whatever. she wasn't terrible, but... Yeah, again, I, I, I... You know. Do you notice none of my complaints have yeah. been about April? Yeah. Because at least her story was coherent. Yeah. You know? At least it made sense that, you know, you have Megan Fox, you know... In this movie, and they leverage her looks multiple times. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, she doesn't get serious news stuff because she's just the eye candy, mm-hmm. you know. And they establish that first thing in the movie, and that kind of plays into April being "quote unquote" sexy, yeah, you know, which has kind of always been an undertone to the character, right? Uh, it's just never been as flagrant <laughs> as it is in this movie, yeah. Uh, the elevator sequence is still really funny for me. Mm-hmm. I really, really like it. It's, but I do like instances where the turtles are just being themselves. Yeah, you know they don't have to be in the center of an action scene. They don't have to be, uh, you know, studying ninjutsu. It's like no, let's just bust bust some beats in this elevator. Yeah, it's because we can. Because we can, and it's fun. You yeah. know, uh, I, I don't know how, in in. In my lizard brain, I want to believe that it was unscripted, mm-hmm. and the four actors were just like, right. but I seriously doubt that was the case. Yeah. Um, what other complaints do you have? Oh, the Shredder fight was just kind of... Oh, at the end? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know if putting the Shredder fight on the top of a skyscraper was a good call, because yeah. the majority of that fight was them just dangling. Yeah. I mean, the whole film was basically the, essentially the same plot as Amazing Spider-Man. Except that movie was good. That's true. Yeah. That movie was good. Yeah. Amazing Spider-Man is underrated. underrated. It is. Yeah. You got a chemical, you're going to pump it into the air. You know, I was like, it just the, the motives just weren't there. Right. You have Eric Sachs, a dude who's already filthy rich. His motivation is That's, get richer? Yeah. Yeah. Like, risk everything you have. To get more cheddar, yeah. It's like no, like at least have some sort of subplot where he's going broke, you know? Yeah. He, he's he's beloved across the city. Everyone loves him. He's rich beyond you know his wildest dreams, and his motivation is to get richer. Yeah. It now, now uh, okay. Let's talk about the reshoots. Or so it, it has never officially come out what was reshot. Like they haven't, you know made the announcement at some point they will you know at some point someone will open their mouth and be like well we had to fix this the underlying theory is that Eric Sachs his character was basically Colonel Schrader Mm -hmm. and he was going to double as the rich guy with all the power and also be the Shredder Mm -hmm. uh played by the brilliant William Fickner, by the way. Mm-hmm. That dude's a great actor. Yeah. And he did a perfectly good job playing the part he was given. Um, the theory is that the reshoots established the Shredder as its as his own character mm-hmm. in the movie. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of apparent, yeah. And outside of a few moments in the movie where 
Sax and the Shredder were like in two different places. Like at the very end. Yeah. I feel like the whole scene with April and uh and and Vernon getting the mutagen at the end, that I be- I feel like that had to have been earlier in the script mm-hmm. before the reshoots. Because uh, I, I, obviously that that Asian actor was only in like two scenes. Yeah, that's it. Two scenes. One of them was with Karai, mm-hmm. and the other one was with Eric Sachs, and that's it. Yeah, I mean those were those had to be the pickups. And I don't know if the movie's better because of that. Yeah, <laughs> but it but it's it's closer. It's in line more with what fans wanted. Mm-hmm. It feels kind of blatant to me. Like I could notice like, oh, this is out of place. Or like when Sax goes off screen for a second and then here comes the shredder. I was like, okay, wait a minute. (laughs) That's blatantly obvious. Yeah. You know, or just any footage that the shredder shows up in where, you know, he's all like, you know, disfigured and in the shadows and, you know, oh, pick up. Because <laughs> it, it to me it felt just blatantly obvious. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The only the only time it didn't seem really obvious was the final the final scene. Yeah. You know, because it didn't really make sense for for Sax to be in one place while the Shredder's in another place. Unless they took sh- him from this place and put him <laughs> in another place. <laughs> good. Good. Nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. A plus. Um, unless he's actually a robot samurai. Yeah. And if he's actually a robot, then he could have been in both places. Yeah. Which the story they told didn't have him be an Asian robot or uh Agent Robot is the agent, appropriate Agent, agent ro- Robot. Agent Robot. Uh <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's 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 a, such a mess of a movie. I wanted it to be good. I I wanted to have a Turtles, you know, movie series that I could stand behind and be like, dude, you should go see this. Yeah. Dude, oh man. You know, I, I wanted one to to sit down with my kids and be like, look at how cool this is, kids. Mm-hmm. And I th- I'm pretty sure my son has seen it, but he doesn't care. Yeah. You know? Um, it's just not a very good film. No. Uh, and we, we are going to watch the, the, the sequel, uh, Out of the Shadows, here. And, mm-hmm. you know, at some point we'll watch it. We'll just say that. I would say probably would be need, need to be soon, so it feels fresh. So it feels fresh? Yeah. Well, we'll yeah. see. We'll see. I'll, yeah. I'll fit it in the schedule. Yeah. Uh, but 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 this one is it's just a mess, man. Uh, what else you got to say about it? Like, I'm not hating on it because Michael Bay's involved. I'm hating on it mainly because it's it's a it's a sloppy execution. The turtles look like garbage, um, and it's it's very much the product of a corporate machine. By people that just didn't really get the turtles, even do research on the source material, probably mm-hmm. other than, oh hey, I found this at the dollar store, and it's you know it's the the DV, the first DVD for the '87 cartoon, you know, and just kind of went on that, or like, oh I found this in the dollar bin, you know, for the IDW comic or whatever, yeah, you know, and it just went again. It, turtles three is not the worst turtles movie ever made. This one is. At least Turtles Three was well structured, and they got to go back in time. Do I need to hold off until I see the sequel? <laughs> no, no. The sequel, the sequel is absolutely better than this. Yeah. Uh, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think. 
I know you're going to say turtles too. Yeah. Like, like a random Wednesday, if someone comes over and puts a gun to my head and says, which turtles movie would you rather watch secret of the ooze or this one? It's going to be a toss up. It's honestly going to be a toss up for me. It's easy. It's an easy pick for me. I'd pick secret of the ooze all day. Uh, I, I, I have, just problems with Secret of the Use, obviously. I mean, I get it. I understand. It's not what we were expecting or promised. At least this one, you can turn your brain off for two hours. Yeah. And just see flashing lights and be like, ooh, pretty. You know? And then Megan Fox shows up every 20 minutes and you're like, hey. Yeah. And then credits roll. Boom. Yeah, but they didn't even like... There's like one scene where they oogle her butt and that was about it. And it, yeah. the camera didn't really just like. It didn't. Yeah, I'm sure. How, wonder, pan to follow, like, hey, pan to follow her butt cheeks. You know, it was like that's. I wonder know. how long they sat in the editing bay, going, how many, how many frames of butt do we need to cut out of this before they don't get the joke? Yeah. How many do we need to keep before the censors are like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's a delicate balancing act there. Well, you've got you've got first unit, second unit. And then you got butt unit. Butt unit. Butt unit. <laughs> I was like, all right, guys, at all times, keep cameras running on those cheeks. Yeah. Because that's a gold mine. <laughs> uh, you know. It, like, it's easy to say, hey, they don't understand these turtles. They don't understand the characters. And I feel like they understand understood aspects of the characters. Just enough to get by. Like, it, it, it almost... It, honestly, this is probably a, a, a bigger insult to indie developer or indie filmmakers, but this felt like a really high-budget fanfic. Fanflick. I don't... See, I don't think that's a jab at indie people at all. Because... I don't, I don't feel that th- way. Because comparing this to a, a fan, fan fiction, like, I don't know if... It's like, oh, man, that's some really good-looking fan fiction. Or if you're like... Oh man, this isn't very good writing for a fan fiction. Yeah, like, I don't know w- where the line is there. Yeah, but but it, w- when it got, I was in the theater watching this movie, and when it got to the scene where they were in the the giant like test tube things, and they were having their blood taken out of them, I was like, "This is just fan fiction." Yeah, this doesn't even feel like a real movie. That's how far detached from. Turtles as we know it, even though most most of it lines up, mm-hmm. it still shouldn't feel right. Yeah, it, it, felt, it felt very disjointed. Where, yeah. Whereas, in like in the the two uh, K three cartoon where Bishop captures them, that's legitimate. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna see what makes you tick. Nope, we're gonna drain all your blood until it kills you, even if it kills you. Even if like, it kills yeah, you. Yeah. Like, what? Uh? Yeah. Yeah. Are we're going we're gonna, gonna to drain enough blood to make the mutagen, but not too much to incapacitate the turtles because they have a lot of fighting to do in the next 30 minutes. Yeah. It, it felt like very much <laughs> like that the, uh, Sax was like wearing the Sprockets black onesie outfit from, from SNL. <laughs> Oh, we are it's, sprockets. It's, we are here to drain all your blood, even if it kills you, yeah. It kills you. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see my monkey? Whoa, no. What a pull. What yeah. a pull. Hey. Uh, that's, that's what I'm here for, folks. Like, it's 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 so... Because the thing is, is some of the, like, the brother interaction, the interactions between the, the brothers in this movie were good. Yeah, they I mean, were I will give you that. That was some solid there, stuff. You know? 
So somebody there understood aspects of it, but they did not understand the appeal. Yeah. They didn't understand sitting down and being fascinated by what you're seeing. Mm -hmm. This was just four hulks who happened to be brothers. Mm -hmm. And one of the, uh, a friend of mine, uh, his name's Q. He's actually on a, he's on the Dice Junkies, Dice Junkies podcast Mm -hmm. and YouTube page. Uh, He really, really liked this movie. Mm. And I don't know what that says about him, but he went on to justify why he liked it. And I can always get behind someone who can at least sit down and have a discussion and say, here is why it's good. I may not agree with you, but as long as you can back it up and not just be like, oh, it's cool, uh, that doesn't fly. Yeah, like you, you have to give me a legitimate reason why you do or do not like something mm-hmm. instead of just like, well, I don't like it. Well, that's not a reason. It's, you yeah. have to give me a reason. Yeah. Uh, technically, they don't have to do anything, but it's very. It, it's more fascinating to have that conversation. Yeah. Um, he said, this is the first time the Turtles have been justifiably called mutants in that they were created in a lab and they ended up being basically indestructible and huge, awesome, like, butt kickers. Mm-hmm. All other versions of the turtles were just scrawny little, you know, oh, we happen to be turtles. But when you make a mutant, you're not just going to make some frail little turtle. You're going to make this tank thing. Mm -hmm. So it makes sense that they're big Hulk mutants. And given the story they were telling, they were made in a lab on purpose Mm -hmm. instead of accidentally made in the sewer by, you know, a clumsy kid. Mm-hmm. I, that makes... I guess that makes sense. Ish? Ish? Yeah. Uh, like, logically speaking, if you had never seen the Turtles, I guess it makes sense. I still hate it. <laughs> As do I. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like Hugh's... Uh, you know, his... His take is an interesting take. But, like, my stance is... In the name, like, teenage... Self, self-explanatory. Ninja, self-explanatory. Turtles, clearly self-explanatory. Mutant is kind of the wild card in their name. Yeah. What does that mean? To me, it's the thing that makes them big turtles. Makes mm-hmm. them sentient. Makes them self-aware, human-like, uh, anthropomorphic. Mm-hmm. You don't need a motive. You know, we made the mutants so they could do this. No, it's they're anthropomorphic now. They walk and talk. Yeah. That's the mutant side, so... I don't know. I figured I'd bring it up, because it's, it's really the only thing me and him have, have talked extensively about. Right. Is this movie, because, just because he knows I hate it, and he knows that he loves it. <laughs> and he's like, let's talk about that movie again. I'm like, no thanks, we're good. <laughs> yeah, there's a few people that I know that actually enjoy it, but, they, but they're really big Turtles fans. And I was like, but, but why? But though? why? Yeah. You know? Like, I really want to know, and they... You know, it's, it's, I, I never went beyond that. Like, and, and now that you've seen it, I, 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 I don't want to give you homework, obviously. But the next time someone says that, actually say, but why? Yeah. And I want to know why. Like, what makes someone tick? Yeah. <laughs> that makes them think, you know what? This was a bomb movie. Yeah. Like, I think pretty much every single Turtles fan agrees that the, the designs are garbage. I would. 
I know three or four who were like, dude, these are awesome looking turtles. And I was like, what are you going to about? Are they on all the drugs? No, no. The, and, and the thing is, they're dudes my age. Like dudes who grew up with all the other turtles. You they, sure they're not trolling you? I don't know. I don't know. Could I don't be. know. Could be. Maybe they're just huge fans of Marcus Phoenix. You know what? Yeah. I can see that. Because all four of the turtles look like they were designed yeah. by the creators of Gears of War. You get one of those face swap apps, Yeah, put it on Raphael and Mar- Marcus Phoenix, and it just makes the same character. It like, does. <laughs> it's, it's the same picture. Yeah. Yeah. Face off starring Raphael and Mar- Marcus Phoenix. I'd watch that. Yeah. yeah. So... Before we wrap this up, do you have any final thoughts? No. Is there anything we didn't talk about that you wanted to talk about? We didn't talk about Karai. Like, it just, you know, it just didn't make any sense for her to be there. Nope. Or the militia. You know, it just, it's just like, they're foot soldiers. They're not soldier soldiers. They're ninja they have weapons. They're supposed mm-hmm. to have all that, but they're supposed to be ninja weapons, not guns. And that drove me insane the first time I saw those images. Now, the actress they picked to play Karai didn't look bad. No. She, pretty good. She yeah. did her... She played the part. Did her thing. She wasn't Asian Asian. Yeah. Like, she was Asian, but she didn't, didn't have an accent. like, go and kick butt, and, you know, I was like... <sighs> it wasted potential. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now that you bring up the foot soldiers again... The, the the foot militia working for Eric Sachs makes more sense yeah. than the foot militia working for the Shredder. It's like pause. Uh, let's take this piece and cut and paste in the Shredder guy. There you go. And you see a little hand goes like, and it'll put you in the scene there and put there and mix and match. Okay, go. Yeah, it's exactly it, what that felt like. It does like. not make any sense. Like, oh, I feel like oh, I feel like they tried to trick us. It's like, do you think anybody will notice that it doesn't make sense for the foot to be a militia? I was not fooled for one second because I just, I felt, and I'd never seen this film. All I saw was the trailers. (laughs) I didn't read into a lot of, you know, stuff Mm -hmm. or whatever. And I was like, fake, extra, add. I could just I could just pick it all out because yeah. that, that's how my mind. Yeah, it I watch so much movies. It makes zero sense. Yeah, for the foot to be a militia if they actually report to the shredder. I should say I watch so many movies. That sounds better. I don't know. It, it makes zero sense for for Karate to be in the movie. It's like they had they'd already had everything done, or in in the planning stages or whatever. Everything stuff was filmed, and then the backlash hit hard, mm-hmm. and I mean hard. Hmm. So, I'm going officially on record saying Turtles 3, for the last time, is not a bad movie. <laughs> Michael Bay, 2014. Jo- Jonathan Liebsman. Jonathan Liebsman. Give, give credit where credit's due. Turtles is the worst film that they've done to date. And that guy legit is not directing any more movies. He hasn't directed anything since the original Turtles. Not even a Hallmark movie. So, what? I think it's funny. Like, I feel like had they not changed the script, changed everything, and, and you know, and made the Shredder the Shredder, it would not have made as much money. It would have. It would have been a full on flop, just like Ghostbusters was. Yeah. Two years later, because you can, you can't really. You can't fix the fact that it's not funny in post mm-hmm. for Ghostbusters. 
Um, it's like, and, the, and again, like the trouble with Ghostbusters, the cast was solid. Mm-hmm. Just the script was bad. The script was really bad. And it wasn't, it wasn't not hitting on the women because they're great. Mm-hmm. Incredibly good at what they do. But that movie had no business being a reboot. It could have just continued where the other stuff, you know, oh, had, I had, no problem with had left off. Like, lit- you know? Literally. Because that's one movie. You just, it doesn't make any sense to reboot that movie. Look, I have no problem that it was a reboot. I'm just saying. My problem is they filmed an entire movie that was supposed to be a comedy that wasn't funny. Yeah. That's my only problem with that movie. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Uh, but. Uh, just like, well, to draw the comparisons. Mm-hmm. Both of those at the core did not understand the fundamentals of the of the source material. Yes, that's the, that's the correlation and the, just the connection yeah. I'm trying to. Yeah, I, I think my my final complaint is Splinter learning ninjutsu from a book. Yeah, that's just that, like that really bugs me. Like this this rat just learned how to read, and he's going to teach himself ninjutsu from a book. Yeah, no. No, like the reason, as dumb as the the Splinter origin story is, as a rat who watched his master learn ninjutsu, at least he watched it. Like at least it kind of makes sense. As stupid as it is, yeah, and like for a long time. So he, you know, he's like, oh, I can do this. And then with the when the mutagen kicks in, I know how to do stuff now. Yeah, yeah. You could then argue that it's second nature, but yeah. He just like show me a person, a human being on this planet that has learned karate by reading a book. I'd give you five bucks. Yeah, maybe four. No, like legit. I want to know a legit five spot. Like, can can you learn karate by reading a book? I know you can know crazy. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, well, Jeff, that does it for this conversation. We finally did it. We got back in. Pl- we got back to recording in person. It feels weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this just you know things are a little different in the uh, Lugo household, but that's okay. Yeah, Jeff, do you know what we're talking about next time? I'm assuming it's more Ninja Turtles. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, you've you've learned well. Uh, yes. Uh, would you Would you like to take a guess? Is it more comics? It is comics. Ooh, IDW. It is not IDW. I don't think it's probably Mirage, then. That is correct. Because I was like, we just did Archie. <laughs> we did just do Archie. That's kind of the rotation. It's yeah. IDW, and then Archie, and then Mirage. Uh, yes, we're covering the second half of Volume 2, mm. uh, which is issues 9 through 13, mm-hmm. and also the Casey Jones North by Down East uh, two-part okay. series. That, it, it, that gives us about seven, eight issues to read, so... Mm. That will completely wrap up Volume 2, mm-hmm. which means the next thing on the docket is Volume 3. Ooh. Excited about that. Yeah. Just because it's so weird. I can't wait yeah. to go over some of the stuff with you yeah. uh, for for Volume 3. Uh, but before that, Jeff, where can you be found? As always, Sergio, uh, you can find me at the Warp Zone Arcade, uh, Brennan, Mississippi's premier arcade. Uh, we specialize in uh, retro games from... Uh, Neo Geo, Nintendo, Sega, you know, all that good stuff. Um, modern modern games as well. Um, birthday parties, tournaments, and more. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. We also uh, 
specialize in retro restoration. Uh, I clean retro cartridge games. I've been doing that for like 10 plus years. Um, and even do some minor maintenance on the old uh, cartridge systems as well. Cool, cool, yeah. cool. And where can we find you, Sergio? You can find me on Reality Breached. Uh, that is the sister podcast to Shellheads. Uh, we also have all kinds of other podcasts on the Reality Breached podcast network. Uh, we just released uh, our, our final music episodes Ooh. F- uh, for Reality Breach. We, we're kind of hanging up our hanging up our shelves. Ha- shelves? Shelves? Shelves, maybe? H- hanging our hats. Uh, me and Alden Kirkland talked about our favorite albums from the 90s, mm. which was quite a, quite an adventure because I'm all into, like, rock yeah. and uh, grunge and, you know, mm-hmm. heavy metal. And uh, he, he, he had a bunch of R&B. So it was a real... Well, that's not surprising. It, it, it is all over the place. Yeah. Like, we, yeah. Would, we would go from talking about Stone Temple Pilots to talking about Usher. Sure, why not? Hey, it, was, it, was, it was fun. So yeah. check the, that two-parter out. Also, Debriefing and Cocktails is your non-stop, one-stop shop for James Bond movie coverage. Um, that'll do it. Thank everyone. I thank everyone for listening to Shellheads. Uh, and as I said before, be sure to check out Tomes of Evil uh, and, and check out our, our Instagram page, our Facebook page. Uh, we are Shellheads Podcast on, I believe, both of those platforms. Follow us. We're always, I'm always posting stuff. Uh, I may give Jeff access at some point to the Instagram page. Mm. We'll see. Uh, and tell your friends. Uh, send questions. If you have questions, we have uh, both of those platforms you can message, message us on. Mm-hmm. And if you're in the Jackson area and you happen to be somewhere where there's a Jackson Free Press free newspaper stand, uh, pick up this month's issue. Or this, they, I think they're doing bi-monthly now. I think so. Uh, there's, a, there's a little piece in there about the shellheads. Yeah. How, so, so, so what's that about? Um... I forgot the guy's name. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, someone from the Jackson Free Press uh, contacted us and uh, was curious uh, about the origins of Shellheads. And uh, we did a little interview and uh, uh-huh. we uh, sent some photos and stuff. It's going to be in the Free Press and I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited. This will be maybe the fourth time I've been in the newspaper. Oh, look at yeah. you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I've been in there a couple of times for other things like anime and when I worked at Borders Books and stuff like that. And that was a, it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and actually, today's Tuesday. Tomorrow's Wednesday. I believe it hits, it hits shelves. It hits, yeah, it should, it should hit the news, newsstands tomorrow. Sweet. So. You're going to go out and try and find me some. Yeah. Uh, well, again, thank you for listening. Be sure to follow us. Uh, subscribe on all the podcast platforms. So until next time, I'm Sergio. I'm Jeff. And we're still shellheads. <laughs> In person, Jeff. In person, Sergio. <laughs>
Don't miss an episode of the Shellheads podcast. Visit realitybreach.com or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or anywhere you get your podcasts. Climb aboard for adventure. Your traveling companions are fellow fans of Doctor Who. That's right, it's the podcast Discussing Who. Exploring the worlds of Doctor Who, past, present, and future. Find out more at DiscussingWho.com. <laughs>